Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. We saved the best for last. Fred Rotondaro is a member of the Patriotic Millionaires. He's been on the show before, and he was a senior fellow at the Center for American Progress from 2003 to 2015 with a focus on poverty and inequality. And currently, Fred is chair of the board of Catholics and Alliance for the Common Good. More than a pleasure to have back on the show, Fred Rotondaro. Hey, Fred, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Leslie. Delighted to be back. And delighted to have you back with us. Well, we see Pope Francis tweeting an awful lot, and why shouldn't he? Our president does, right? But uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, They're but, both populists, uh, but yeah, of a very different kind. Uh, very, very true. Um, recently, uh, there was an event uh, dealing with Catholics and the rise of the alt-right, and specifically how Catholics should respond. So first of all, before we talk about Catholics and you know where they stand on this and how they should respond, let I want to hear briefly from you about the rise of the alt-right, because I think there are different people out there that have different definitions of what that alt-right means. Yeah, uh, they are not conservative. Uh, they are not conservative in the sense of Edmund Burke, of Robert Taft, certainly not of Dwight David Eisenhower. Uh, they have a vastly different kind of mentality. Uh, they uh, believe in, I think, genetic inferiority. Uh, they have, as Stephen Bannon has talked about, a view that uh, we are at a class of world civilizations uh, they view Muslims, some of them view Jews, uh, as slightly as, as our enemies. Uh, they are uh, narrow. Uh, they are uh, very, very bigoted uh, by any stretch of the imagination. And they are sadly uh, taking a very dominant role in our government uh, through, of course, the uh, the presidency of, of Donald Trump, who did rely on the alt-right uh, in very many ways and who has, as uh, part of his uh, elite core of advisors, people like, uh, people like Stephen Bannon, uh, Bannon uh, Miller, uh, and and such who are who are advocates for for this extreme kind of of, uh, of belief that views certain uh, religions nationalities as inherently our enemy and by our enemy I mean the Americans uh, enemy and for Catholics you know who are uh, Christians 
there seems to be a split almost, right? And not just between Catholics and Protestants, but between Catholics who support President Trump, who many feel is echoing the sentiments of this alt-right movement um, of the right wing, and then Christians who say, wait a minute, this doesn't line up with what, you know, Christ said or did or, or the Bible or for Catholics, you know, what the the Pope here on earth and his teachings are for us to do and as, uh, you know, parishioners for us to follow. Absolutely. Uh, Trump, very sadly, uh, took 60% of the white Catholic vote. Uh, he took 83% of uh, the evangelical vote. He got more Mormon votes than Mitt Romney did. Uh, there, are, there are some of these people who are, um, um, who, who are, I would use the word, and my son wrote an article about this, but some of these people who are pained, uh, they are members of uh, a class that is desperately looking uh, to a to an America that really never was, uh, an America uh, that uh, had uh, only whites in the forefront, that was a white nation, they can't take, they cannot stand uh, the America that is, that is, that is emerging, uh, in which we are becoming a truly, uh, a truly black, white, uh, red, uh, yellow uh, America, in which we are assimilating, as I think we have, as I think we were meant to do. And so they, in their pain, in their uh, desire to go back to an earlier America, uh, they very frankly fell for Donald Trump, who, uh, at, who acted as a lot of authoritarian figures do. do. Uh, he gave them Simplicity. He gave them jobs, jobs, jobs. He gave them someone to hate. Uh, let's not forget, as Donald Trump talks about Obama uh, uh, wiretapping him, that uh, Donald Trump came to prominence by saying for five years that Barack Obama was born in Kenya. Uh, he came to prominence in the primaries by saying he saw thousands of Muslims uh, celebrating on 9-11. He came to prominence by saying Mexicans are racist. He was appealing to hatred. He was appealing to ignorance. He was appealing to racism. He's continuing to do the same thing now. And it's going to be very tough to uh, get these people, uh, to get these people who are now following Donald Trump to realize the very, very dramatic error of their ways. And he is screwing them, Leslie. He is screwing them already. He's been in office four to five weeks. Already the knives are out for the people who supported him. Uh, I want your opinion as a Catholic and as chair of the Board of Catholics and Alliance for the Common Good on how Catholics should respond to this rise of the alt-right. Um, you know, first just overall, and then we'll go into some specifics. Sure. Uh, we recently did a, uh, a session uh, together with Catholic University, our millennial program, a uh, uh, program of young people headed by uh, Robert Christian, a very, very bright young graduate student at Catholic University, uh, explored this, explored this exact idea. And one of the things uh, they reminded us was that um, Catholics also, 
uh, the Irish, uh, the Italians, as I am, we were also, we were Muslims in our day. Uh, it's good to remember that. Very, very importantly, we've got to remember that Catholics have got a substantial social justice tradition. We stand with Jews. Catholics and Jews have got the two most substantive social justice traditions in Western religion. And that social justice tradition puts first and foremost helping the poor, fighting against inequality, but also helping the stranger in our midst, also standing there and helping refugees. We cannot forget the story of the first and, and the first refugee in our religion, who was, of course, Joseph and his wife Mary. And we stand together with Muslims. We stand together with all of those that from, from now it's the six nations that Donald Trump has uh, said uh, we will uh, protect you from. But, you know, but th- there's a simple fact there. And it was pointed out uh, by a leaked document from Homeland Security that uh, these nations do not pose a threat. These nations do not pose any substantial threat to the United States of America. Trump is using these nations, he's using these immigrants, these refugees, to take away, to say to the people who voted for him, See, I'm protecting you. What are you. What am I protecting you from? From a threat that it isn't really there. And, of course, by doing this, he can hopefully get them to forget that he's not going to get them jobs. He's not going to bring back the 1950s or the 1960s. He's a charlatan. He's a fraud. And people are going to come to this realization when they do that cowardly Republicans in Congress right now, uh, they're going to say, we have nothing to fear from the Trump voters because they see he's a fraud every bit as much as we do. But Catholics have got to remember that we also were immigrants. We also were looked down upon. Uh, My wife reminds me uh, that in uh, the 1870s, 1880s, there were signs, no Irish need apply. Uh, I remember uh, in my history books that in uh, in 1892, uh, 11 Italians were lynched in uh, in New Orleans for, for suspicion of murder. They were tried. They were acquitted. They were lynched. We have an ugly, an ugliness in our past, and we have to fight against it in our national past. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with our guest and with you. Don't go away. I'm Leslie Marshall. He is Fred Rotondaro, a member of the Patriotic Millionaires and is chair of the board of Catholics in Alliance for the Common Good. The website for Catholics in Alliance for the Common Good is catholicsinalliance.org. Follow them on Twitter at cathinalliance, at C-A-T-H, in Alliance. Back after this. We are back with Fred Rotondaro, a member of the Patriotic Millionaires chair of the board of Catholics in Alliance for the Common Good. Once again, the website, catholicsinalliance.org, and on Twitter, follow them at Cath 
C-A-T-H-N Alliance. Fred, thank you for holding uh, Welcome Back. So we talked about the alt-right. You know something? My uh, dad used to collect old newspapers, and we had one of those piano benches that opens up to put the sheet music in. And I used to play piano as a kid, but inside next to the sheet music were old newspapers. And when I got older, I looked at them, and I saw no Italian no Italians yeah. allowed. Irish need not apply. So it's interesting when you say we um, were the Muslims of our time back in the day, and I'm, I'm glad that you uh, bring that up, because some people feel that Christians, Catholics specifically, um, you know, they might ask you, and I'd love your response, Fred, why should Catholics, a good Christian, support and stand up for and protect, if you will, Jews and Muslims, non-Christians and non-Catholics? Uh, we just have to follow Pope Francis. Uh, imagine what he would do. Uh, he stands up uh, for Jews. He stands up for Muslims uh, on his uh, uh, during his first year uh, as Pope. Uh, he uh, kissed the feet of, of prisoners. Uh, I cannot be a good Catholic if I do not stand up for a Jew, for a Muslim. For someone of another faith, of another, of another, uh, of another religion uh, or nationality, um, I went. To, I, I came to work in Washington uh, for a, a, a priest, Gino Barone. Now, now uh, taken. He's dead, cancer, too early. Uh, but Gino thought uh, that you cannot, uh, cannot uh, understand uh, another another person unless you understand yourself. And if you understand yourself, then you have to protect that other person. Uh, I I recently finished a a wonderful book. It was called The Last of the Just, and it was about uh, the just man, the just man tradition in Jewish Jewish religion. And the last scenes were scenes from the Holocaust. And I, I, I... was close to tears. I don't cry easily, but I was close to tears when I realized those Jews, those six million Jews, going, uh, going to a gas oven. Uh, they, they, they were me. They were, they were all of us. When Donald Trump does what he does to Muslims, he is doing it to me as a Catholic. He is when Donald Trump does what he did to women. He is doing it to my daughter. When Donald Trump did what he did to people who worked for him, that is, stiffed them in their wages, forced them to go to court, forced them to accept parts of what their wages should have been, that all I could say is Donald Trump is going to do that to our country, and I what little I can do, I'm going to stand there and fight him. Uh, very well said. I, I agree with you 100%. Let's take some calls in uh, Decatur, Georgia. On line one is Reggie joining us. Reggie, question or comment for our guest, Fred Rotondaro? Um, I have a, a question for. I mean, I have a question for both you guys. I mean, I think that the only way that the Catholics, all the way up to and including the Pope himself, can stand up to the alt right is to keep hitting them back with facts and figures, if you know what I mean, and possibly shutting them down that way. So they, they won't be able to rise up and to promote exactly what they've been promoting all along. Thank you, Reggie. Fred? 
Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. One complication with that is that some of these people have um, some of these alt right people have so given in to what is a uh, to what is a uh, uh, religion uh, of the emotions that they ignore facts. Uh, this is one of the reasons why I think uh, Donald Trump uh, kept striking at um, the media uh, in, in his campaign, and even now. He wants to destroy the idea of facts. He wants to destroy the idea of truth. The media has traditionally been a source of rebuttal to every president, and it should be. And Donald Trump doesn't want that to happen. Donald Trump wants you to think fake news when you hear about his uh, cronies speaking with uh, the Russian ambassador. But you're basically, but your 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 approach is right. It's just going to be very difficult. I, I want to know if you feel, Fred, uh, especially uh, in your position, that, and, and personally and professionally, has the, the, the body of Catholic believers in the United States and even worldwide, even the Pope, uh, done enough in being out front and confronting the racism and anti-Muslim bigotry that is obviously uh, fueling these more contemporary strains of white nationalism, a.k.a. the alt-right? think we can be out front enough. Uh, the Pope certainly has been out front, but I'd like to see him do even more. Uh, we, uh, in this country, there are a lot of uh, organizations like, like mine. Uh, there's Simone Campbell with Nuns on the Bus, and uh, there's Pat Carolyn with Franciscan Network, John, John Garrick, uh, uh, who, uh, uh, John Garrick, who works for Faith and Public Life, Chris Hale, and uh, Robert Christian from, from our organizations, we're pounding. But I'd like to see the leaders. I'd like to see the bishops. I would like to see the United States Conference of Bishops stand there and say, we want a president who governs with truth. We want a president who governs without lies. We want a president who governs by appealing to the best instincts. Now, uh, Cardinal Blaise, uh, Kupich in, uh, uh, in Chicago uh, last week gave instructions to all of his priests, uh, to the parishes, to the schools. If, if uh, immigration agents show up, they don't have a warrant, turn them away. We're not going to cooperate in this in this refugee hounding. We're not going to cooperate in something we know to be evil. He said, turn them away, call the diocesan lawyers. I want to see more of that, because I think that what we need to do is to, is to battle. What we need to do is to battle lies with truth. We're starting a project uh, ourselves, some other organizations, it's going to be using uh, social media, and it's going to be using uh, the networks that we all have to fight lies. Uh, Donald Trump is, is attempting to frighten the American public about Muslim immigrants. That's a lie. 
his own Homeland Security uh, uh, team says it's a lie. We want to use social media to say the president is lying, and here's why. But we need to see more of this, and we need to see more of it at the level of the bishops and the cardinals, and I would say yes, even the pope. Okay. Last minute, last word. What do you, what do you, less than a minute, 40 seconds, in a sentence or two, what do you want everybody to come away with in our conversation today? You've got to fight them at every, at every step. Don't sit there and wait for somebody else to defend that Muslim. You do it. All right, That's thank you. That's the only way he's going to be beaten. And you can do it. Donald Trump at a news conference said, I have had the highest percentage of, of votes. He was stopped. Peter Alexander of MSNBC News said, no, you have it. Right. Absolutely. you got to stand up to him and call it out with facts. Fred, thank you. Fred Rotondaro, follow on Twitter at Catholic Alliance and Catholicsandalliance.org.